Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Rangers, a New York Rangers podcast presented by Blue York on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, joined by my co-host, Cody Frankel. We've got a lot to unpack today. Um, I'm sure I probably sound really shitty right now on the microphone. I am a little bit hungover, so please forgive me. But yeah, Cody, let's just send it over to you right away because what's uh, up? I'm a mess what's right up? now. So. What's up? What's yeah. up? Yo, congrats on uh, finally learning how to drink. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, no <laughs> I, I guess I want to start off this pod with, dude, so you went on a dumpling tour today. Tell yeah. me a little bit about that. I probably had 25 dumplings today, maybe more, maybe 30. You're looking thick. You're looking um, thick. Yeah, I feel like absolute shit. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. That train ride home back to Long Island tonight was like literally felt like a death sentence. Did you um, drink at every place you went no, to? No, we didn't, we didn't drink. Oh. We simply just ate. Ate, just yeah. ate and ate and ate. How many dumplings did you try at each place? Uh, we probably got like two rounds at each place. We stopped at like eight different places. Damn, dude. Yeah, we had a lot. And it was only like 45 bucks a person for like six people. Wow. Wow. We did it right. But I like, I know. I, dude, I fucking love dumplings. Like for me, it's like sushi dumplings and, and like maybe like a chicken parm is like my top three foods. Okay. Um, so I was like so excited for this day and like doing it on a nice Sunday is so perfect. Like it, it's honestly so weird to think about. Like I said today, I was like, honestly, I usually don't do shit on Sundays when sports are on. Like, this is like really nice to be like outdoors and active. Dude, love that. Love that. Yeah. No, that's Great. yeah. Today was today was gorgeous out. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely a good time for a dumpling tour for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, what did I do? What did I do? Um, you know, when you get asked that and you're just like your mind automatically blanks out and you're like, I don't know what I did this morning. Um, uh, I saw a movie that was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I do? I. I went out to dinner Friday night. <laughs> got, Some movie got, that was got sick. A little, what else? Got a little drunk Friday night for sure. Uh-huh. Um, and then, oh, yesterday I babysat my niece. So that was very That's eventful. Nice. And I watched the Rangers lose. Yes. Very nice. Very nice weekend. Actually, I, uh, I had a, I should have texted you. I had a kid come up to me. At, you had a kid? Uh, a bo- <laughs> no, I wish. I love kids. I want to have a baby. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very fit to be a father. I, uh, Bro, first we got first we got to get your fucking financial situation yeah. and your your ha- you we got to get you an apartment so yeah. one thing at a time about. jonathan yeah. a lot to worry about yeah. um <laughs> but still fit to be a father so yes. this kid i think this is like the first time it's really happened to me um i was at make believe on saturday afternoon and this kid mm-hmm. like looked at me and was like let's go rangers i was like yeah well yeah and he was like i, I love your shit dude i listened to your guys show like you guys are great and i was like no way that's so cool like Thank you. You know, that's the first time it's like happened to me. That was awesome. Love that. So love that. Shout out to that guy. Yeah. Didn't get his name. He just, he just, I gave him my phone. I was like, plug your Twitter. Like I'll follow you back. And it was like, his like account was like a total troll. (laughs) It wasn't his name. Like wasn't his big. I was like, this is what you follow me on. Like, no wonder I don't know who you are. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh man. One of those, one of those. That's, that's great. I thought it was really funny. Was that the story you had to tell me? No, I was going to say this when we talk about the Boston game. Okay, save it, tell- save it, save it, save it. Okay, I'll save, save it. it. I'll save it. But um, all right, yeah, let's get into some hockey. First and foremost, I wanted to uh, give a shout out to our boy AJ for putting our new intro together. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, 
weekly recap. We beat Winnipeg uh, three to nothing. Strom had a pair of goals, so that was great. Seeing him light the lamp a couple times these past few games. He's hitting his stride for sure. Um, he has three goals in his last two. Well, actually, he didn't score three goals in his last three games now. So mm-hmm. he's he's heating up, and, and Foxy grabbed a nice goal too. He must have heard us talking all that shit. No, I'm kidding. <sighs> but, um, but yeah, all in all, I thought it was a really sound win. And, you know, Igor obviously shut out Machine over there, played played really well. What do you think about the game? Got to give a shout-out to Foxy also. He played his 200th game already, which is crazy to think about. Crazy. That's, you know, that's a lot of games. Yeah. yeah. Um, in yeah. shortened seasons too. Which is yeah, that's more nuts. Yeah. But uh, that Winnipeg game was a lot of fun. Obviously, it took them a while to get on the board. But that first goal, that Panarin to Mika to Strom goal was nasty, like a little tic-tac-toe. And I've been mm-hmm. telling you for the last like two weeks, I think Ryan Strom, by the end of this playoff run, no matter how far they go, he's going to be loved by the fans. Everyone has a love-hate relationship with Ryan Strom. But I'm telling you, this guy is a playoff kind of player, and I think the fans are really going to like change their minds about him. And love Dude, him. One, one big playoff goal can turn anybody's opinion not even a goal not even a goal or or play yeah sure he'll he'll fight or an assist block shots yeah he'll do all that stuff you need to do in the playoffs yeah yeah no that's that's true that's true and then uh we obviously played the islanders we beat that ass as you know um cop had a natural dude yeah you were there right cop had a natural hat trick it's awesome awesome to see i'm 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 definitely happy for him and obviously unfortunately he got hurt which kind of sucks but I'm hearing he's fine. I'm hearing he'll be good to go for playoffs and and same with Heedle, Dr. Glass. So um yeah, I mean what you 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 were there. So, yeah, yeah. so hit not, me up. <laughs> not only did uh Cop score the natural hazard in the first period, but it was also first responders day. So it was like super ironic that like Cop is the one to, you know, do that. So that was pretty cool. Why looking. is that ironic? Is 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 Cop a first responder? All right, bro. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no that was cool like a lot well there was a lot of like first responders in the building so it was like you know it was cool that like that everyone was like oh my god like how funny that cop is yeah funny. yeah true it was it was cooler that, that cop did it instead of somebody like panarin for sure for sure yeah yeah um wait yeah. do you not do you not get it <laughs> dude i get it cop, okay yeah I was, I, i'm just i got i'm, just I saying, I'm I just making fun of you because it was so corny but it's okay it is it's corny but johnny, I was like, johnny clearly can't see my sarcasm through as we're looking into each other's eyes right no, now i but sensed it at first right. i sensed it at first and i was like wait maybe he's just like taking this too far or he actually just doesn't get it no no i just didn't <laughs> think it was funny but okay fair enough i say a lot I of things that are funny no yeah, it's okay I always laugh at myself. That's all that matters. <laughs> that um, is all that matters. But yeah, Kreider 51. And that was honestly, big. That was just like last year, our, uh, a friend of the show, Rob Taub, actually, like huge Islander fan, big on mm. Islanders Twitter. He was saying that this game was exactly like what the Islanders did to the Rangers last year. The Islanders won like seven to two, I think, and just like kind of put the Rangers season away. If you remember that game in the garden. Yeah. So yeah, it was like yeah. kind of like a similar beat down, just like kick the Islanders while they're down. And that the building was probably full of seventy five percent Ranger fans. Like it was fucking buzzing that's, in there. That's awesome. Well, dude, UBS we Arena, about- bro. Have you been yeah. there yet? No. Um, UBS, UBS. Was was I at UBS? I maybe I went there one time. Mm-hmm. It is fucking sick. Like they have this thing called the Heineken Bar that every NHL arena needs. It's an outdoor bar that like everyone just gathers in in between periods. There's a DJ. Like literally, like twenty TVs. There's, really there's like literally a fucking smoking section so there's like people wow you out hear there. that islander fan johnny lazarus everybody Woo! just one big party dude it's awesome it really <laughs> no, is that's that's cool that's cool no it's it seemed like a good time i mean dude that arena like 
obviously I hate the Islanders, but you knew that arena was going to be sick because they put so much money into it. Yeah, no, it, it was. It you knew it was going to be sick. And actually, speaking of hating the Islanders, we should mention our guest today is Glenny Balls. We haven't mentioned that yet. Oh um, yes, so good that's old Glenny. Really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of fun. We had a great conversation with him. Um, but I I did want to walk it back a second back to the yeah. Islanders. Um, can we talk about for a second how sick Panarin's goals uh, assists were? Nasty. Like those were unreal. I think it was Cops' Twice. second goal. Two of them. It was Dude, I, no, it was Cops' first and his third. I thought, or the maybe first one was the first one was the backhand. The second one was the backdoor pass. Yeah, back the backdoor pass was. Dude, on the backdoor pass, I was sitting up like in like the three hundreds, like yeah. above that goal, and I was screaming like backdoor, 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 and that's the beauty of like sitting up top at a hockey game because you really see yeah. everything develop. So like mm-hmm. I like, and I, I'm a pretty fucking smart hockey IQ guy, so I knew exactly what Panarin guy was doing IQ. There. Yeah, I'm a really yeah. good. I was I was a sick player. Uh, no, uh, I always All felt that I knew points, the game. Baby, love yeah, that. I felt that I knew the game better than I played it. But no, that's like, great. That's I was great. literally standing up in the section screaming back door, back door, back door. And to see that actually work out was like really cool. I should be a coach. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> I mean, do you think it like, it's so incredible watching Panarin do his thing. Do you think some people just take for granted how good he is? And like, yeah, do, you know what I mean? Like we haven't seen a player like this, like, produce this caliber in consistent seasons since probably Yager, I would say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, it, it's yeah. just insane. It's insane to watch it unfold. And, you know, I, I definitely am, am like awestruck by him when he, when he does these things, I'm just like, Holy shit. But, um, the craziest thing to me is that like, I feel like he never gets touched. Like nobody hits him. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or dude, he's aggressive. He's aggressive. I, so but, if somebody hits him, he pushes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like I, I, I don't know how he avoids the contact all the time. I, I, I just feel like, you know, I mean, aside from like Tom Wilson, like bear tackling him or whatever, but like, you mean just slant body slamming him WWE style. No, but think about it. I, I can't think of a time, at least on the Rangers where I've seen Panarin, like get laid out or like take a big hit. Yeah. He's dude. He's got some grit. He's got yeah. some grit. Um, I don't know yeah, if that's but, grit or just like skill, a skill. I maybe, maybe I like grit would be getting hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, and then and then we played Boston. We lost uh-huh. three to one. Uh, Mika had a nice goal. Um, yeah, I I, I watched the game. I, if I'm being honest, it, it looked like they were playing a little like conservative and laid back, trying not to. You know, Panarin was definitely using some of his skills to uh, not get hurt. You know, but um, I really think that we were just playing kind of laid back and, and trying to do our thing, but not play too aggressively. Where Somebody would, of course, get hurt because we're facing uh, a couple injuries here in Heedle, Cop. Um, who else is hurt? Kako. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Rooney. Ro- Ro- is Rooney hurt again? Did he ever he, come back? No, he played He played the Islander game, I'm pretty sure. But... No, I th- yeah, I think he played, dude. I think he played against the Bruins, too, I saw him. but um, I, didn't, I didn't watch a second of that game. So Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, listen, it was fine. Um, you know, we were going back and forth with them, whatever. Um the, the one thing I will say, which was pretty sweet, actually, because I feel like the Rangers are historically so bad in, in empty net situations. Dude, we pulled Igor with three minutes and 40 seconds left and didn't let up an open net goal. Interesting. Which that is pretty that. impressive. Which yeah, is pretty is. impressive. If you look at the Rangers' pass, like, I feel like any time against a high-powered offensive team, we pull the goalie with whatever, like, they, they usually score on us. So, yeah. I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. No, that is. I, I agree. I, I didn't yeah. watch, like I said, I didn't watch a single second of yeah. that game, though. But all right. Anyways, I don't want to take too much time on that because uh, today's segment, I did want to. Well, bro, my story. I was saving oh it for the Boston God, game, dude. Well, well, bro, you you stay silent and you're like, mm. well, I right. thought you were going to transition it for me and be like, oh, Johnny, you said you wanted to save the story. 
Oh, Johnny, I heard you really, really had this awesome story that yeah. you had to tell. Let me hear it, please. You're actually going to you're going to love it. So. All right. Let's this let's is go. actually kind of funny. Let's um, go, baby. So I like the, my favorite part about doing what we do and like like just talking hockey is like making, you know, these players seem as relatable to everyday normal people because they are, you know, that's just like how NHL players are. They're not any different than any of us. They're just way better at a sport than we are. And they make a lot of money for it. But like. Yeah. So the person I want to talk about, I, I, I grew up in high school, well, not grew up, but in high school, Charlie McAvoy and I played together and we trained together for like two or three years. And I posted my article. I write for covers and for Action Network on uh, NHL sports betting. So my bet this Saturday for covers, I wrote an article about it was Rangers Bruins. And I said Rangers money line. And my tweet was like, this is the Johnny yeah, Lazarus guarantee. It. We will win today. So yesterday morning, I'm getting my bacon, egg, and cheese hung over. My phone buzzes. I get a notification. Charlie McAvoy liked your tweet. <laughs> so obviously, stop. I, so obviously, I texted Charlie. I was like, I'm dying. And he goes, I had to favorite that. Nice call, Messier. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Like, oh. but that's just like how these guys are, man. Like, Charlie, honestly, I could talk about him for hours like one of the best guys since i've known him since he's like 16 has not changed like just dude literally. speaking of charlie bro he started a yeah. scuffle with foxy and they're boys yeah. right they're boys yeah they're boys that that was actually a bad hit also really cool moment before the game kayla mcavoy charlie's older sister i saw like, that works for little, the team that was a really cool moment too. yeah a little fist bump a little um, fist bump but yeah i was surprised that was like uh that's not really he's not like a dirty player that was yeah. Definitely. Well, he's and physical. He, I mean, he's he knew a physical it was Foxy guy. too. Like he knew that was Yeah, him. yeah, for sure. I mean, that he's a, a physical hit. guy, probably, you know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Foxy didn't get hurt, so who cares? But um But yeah, no, I just wanted to share that story. I thought yeah, it was All right, like, all right. I, come I mean, on, that's good that. stuff. All right, all right. I like yeah. that story. I'll 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 admit it. I'll admit it. But anyways, so for today's segment, I I wanted us to go into each of the eight playoff teams for the East and maybe talk a little bit about like what their X factors are. Um, and then, you know, your prediction, my prediction on how far you think each one's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to start with the Rangers or end with the Rangers? I feel like we shouldn't even talk about them. We talk about them every episode. <laughs> I mean, we should talk about them. But... I guess I mean, it's, it's so hard to have. I mean, okay. We can, we can start with the Rangers, I guess. Do you want to start with the Rangers? Sure. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Yes. Go, you want me to go first. first. Yeah. So just simply expectations where I think they'll go. Expectations and like who you think, you know, who you think their like biggest X factor is. All right. So I think I've talked about it, you know, the last couple of weeks. I think Ryan Strom is the X factor if we're going wow. individual, individual players. I mean, okay. that's sec- that second line center. You need you need scoring from other guys that aren't on the top top line. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, another guy that could be Alexi Lafreniere. Like he could be an X factor also. Like those are two guys mm-hmm. that I'm kind of looking at because we're going to need other guys to score, you know, we can't rely on Kreider and Panarin and Mika to do all the scoring. Um, right. So those are the two guys that I have my eye on. Um, you know, I think you can make an argument for like Keandre Miller, maybe on, on the back end yeah. um, and just helping out Igor. But um, you know, Igor obviously is the X factor. Isn't the person that is like relied upon most, right? Cause Igor is the obvious, like, uh, yeah, no, yeah. you know, like, Igor, yeah, the X factor. Any is success the guy, that we have, the X, the X factor is a yeah. No, the X factor is the yeah. guy who like is unexpected. Good. Yeah. Exactly, but what does like, X factor it, even like really mean? What's the definition? He needs to take like this guy's gonna take over for this <laughs> yeah. team to go where they they can go. Um, all right, and and what's your prediction? Okay, well, I'm not expecting Ryan Strom to take over, bro. You said the fans are gonna love him. No, I know, but like, okay. So I, when I think of X Factor, <laughs> I think of an unexpected player that's gonna <laughs> do really well that you wouldn't necessarily think. 
So let's clarify things, everyone. <laughs> yeah, Ryan this is hilarious. Strome, fans are not going to love him by the end of this because he won't be the X Factor. No, he will be the X Factor depending on your definition of what. So what is an X Factor? I think it's I'm someone who's like, not, okay, fuck, you're on me. I'm, I am so mentally weak right now. Um, you're <laughs> Just really hitting all your weak yeah, spots. You are. But um, all right, what's your prediction for the Rangers? Well, my expectation is to win a round. Um, okay. You know, I, I've said that before. And, you know, anything after that to me is, is an overachievement. So yeah. Um, yeah. the expectation is, is when a, when a playoff round. Okay. I think, I think our X fact your, yours is probably a little more interesting than mine, but I think our X factor is, you know, not counting Igor, as we said, um, I think it's going to be Chris Kreider. Um, you know, he needs to continue to do what he does best, which is score. Mm-hmm. And I think the rest will kind of fall into play. And, and, you know, this is the, unspoken or I guess the spoken, but not, you know, letter on his chest captain here. So the team's going to follow him into battle. And I think they're, you know, the Rangers might run into trouble with some teams like Carolina or Panthers, um, even, even Boston, you can see it, but um, you know, they, they do have that really, really high, 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 high IQ hockey. And I think they just need to like limit those, high danger shots that, you know, we've talked about in the past and we'll, we'll get into all that next week. But in terms of my prediction, um, dude, I think we can, I, it's tough. Um, I think we can make a run to the Eastern conference finals and my prediction is going to be, we lose to the Panthers in six. Oh, like a you, that's like a real, we're doing real predictions. That's my real prediction, but, okay. but for this week, it might change next week. So when playoffs drop, we might change that, but I do want to put a large emphasis on this and a large, large emphasis. If we do find a way to lock down the Panthers offense uh, and make it out of the Eastern conference finals, we're winning the fucking cup market. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. Okay. I actually support your Kreider statement too. Cause I think a huge, a huge like factor for success in the playoffs is special teams. And right now this power play is not, relied on Kreider to score goals, but I mean, the guy has 26 yeah. power play goals this year. So I think like as Kreider goes, the power play unit goes. So I, I think him maybe not five on five, but if he's not scoring on the power play, that's definitely going to be a huge, huge, huge disadvantage for this team because they need all the man advantage goals they can get and all the special yeah. teams help they can get because obviously, the, you know, this is a different team now than it was prior to the deadline, but there were, you know, themes of them not being able to score five and five. It hasn't really been the case since the deadline, but yeah, no, they've been, I mean, they've been money. Andrew cops definitely helped with that. That's, that's for sure. And so has, so has Frank the tank. So um, yeah, that's, that's the Rangers. Let's go to the Canes. Um, I'll I'll start with this one. They're obviously an incredibly fast paced team as, as you've seen every time they've played us. Um, In my opinion, they probably have the best coach in the league in Brindamore. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they're, I think their biggest X factors are probably, so they do have two thirty goal scorers, which is Sebastian Ajo, and the other one who I'm going to say is their X factor is Svechnikov. Mm-hmm. Um, he's having a thirty goal season, really, really, really good season for him. And then they also have like uh, three more twenty plus goal scorers in Niederreiter, uh, Teravainen, and Vinny Trocheck. And obviously they have a great goaltender in Anderson. But if Anderson's hurt, that really changes things. Um, so with that being said, because I'm I'm hearing Anderson might not be in the first round now, which is like that's a big, big blow to a team like this. So to Rangers fans, the light, my prediction is they're actually going to lose in the opening round to Boston in seven games. I couldn't agree more. Um, I think their X factor, what you're looking for from Carolina is the goaltending, whether it is Anderson or not. 
Mm-hmm. Freddie Anderson obviously has that history of losing in the first round with the Leafs. I think all mm-hmm. the pressure kind of falls on him, knowing that the team is really good in front of him. So I think it's all goaltending for Carolina. I mean, this team can score. They defend well. Probably one of the best defensive teams in the league if they're not first. Let me check that, actually. I think they might be first. They are, yeah, they're the best defensive team in the league. They give up 2.43 goals a game. Um, so they can shut teams down. But the question is, will they struggle doing that without yeah. a competent goalie in that? So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at the goaltending in that series. But, yeah, I, I think they could easily. I Honestly, I, I don't think there's any matchup where I'll be surprised if one team wins or the other. I think almost all of them, for the most part, are a coin flip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's one or two that, you know, we can get into that next week, but I think are, are a little more lopsided than others. But yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. Like the, the core four, five, six teams are all, they're all right there. So yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, All right, next let's go penguins. You want to start with that or you want me to you start with this one? Okay. Um, So penguins, obviously the kind of the fossil crew of the bunch, right? You have all these old guys on this team, a lot of old players, but all still, very, very talented. Um, seems like they're kind of on that last leg of this uh, playoff contention run. Um, they have multiple all-time players like Crosby, Latang, Malkin, um, who don't really seem to slow down. But the one I'm focusing on here is, it, uh, to me, it's obviously Gensel or Gensel, yeah. however the hell you say his Gensel, name. Gensel. Um, yeah, Gensel. All right, I thought so. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's having a, a season. He has over 40 goals. Um, you know, if you find a way to lock him down and, and I think the rest can kind of fall into play there, obviously you have to worry about guys like Sid, but, um, he's the one player who's just like taking this team. He, he basically, he's basically bringing them, you know, to the playoffs because Jari slowed down a little bit and then, and then Crosby was hurt for quite a while. So the team was kind of on his back a little bit. Um, but that being said, my prediction is the Penguins are going to lose in the first round to the Florida Panthers in five. This one, and I say that because I think they're going to blow the lead and the Rangers are going to end up playing the Caps. Yeah, which I also agree with. But I, the, the Penguins thing, we're actually kind of like, you know, on the nail here because I agree with Gensel. Um, you know, just in, in prior Penguin playoff runs, Gensel's been the guy that they rely on to score goals. Um, yep. he's, got, he's got 40 this year. Again, like he's become an elite goal scorer, I think, in the NHL, like quietly. Um, yep. But then again, like Evgeny Malkin, man, he is, I think, this is like his last run with Pittsburgh. Possibly he's on a contract year. You know, I, I could really see him turning it on and Pittsburgh. He's been, you know, he's only played, he's only played like played 30 39 games, games 39 yeah. games. And yeah. He has 40 30. points, 19 yeah. goals, 21 assists, 39 games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not like he's playing bad by any means. He's just not up no. there because he hasn't played. You know, I think actually I was hearing when he came back that he's like the most confident he's been in his career. Interesting. Um, you know, so, so what's your, what's your prediction? Pittsburgh versus Florida. I, I think Jari still is hurt, right? So I don't know if he'll be playing, but right. Um, you know, Pittsburgh is a team that like they have the experience. So, you know, I'm sure they can figure out a way to win games. They might not dominate Florida, but they might be able to squeeze out a couple games and just carry some momentum back to Pittsburgh. And I think we all know Pittsburgh isn't the easiest place to play in in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. Florida, you know, as great as the atmosphere was last year against Tampa, we have no idea what it's going to be like this year against Pittsburgh or whoever they play in the first round. I mean, you know, that fan base hasn't necessarily always showed up for them. You know? Right. Um, so I like, listen, like once again, like I won't be surprised if there's any upsets in the first round, but I do agree with your, you know, Florida and <laughs> five, but I, I'll give Pittsburgh one more game. I think Florida will win it in six. Florida in six. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next we got the caps uh, to me. One word, Alex Ovechkin. Um, I think we can move on now. No, I'm kidding. But um. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, this is another team that's, I think they're like one of the older groups for sure. Um, they've been playing really, really well as of late. I know right now they're tied 1-1 with the Leafs, but they're 7-2-1 in their last 10. You know, Ovi obviously is on his ninth 50-goal season, which is yeah. just freaking insane. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I think the Caps' goaltending is is probably a little weaker than than the rest of the bunch. And the only reason I say that is they do have good goaltending, but they actually have two guys uh, in Samsonov and, and Vanacek that mm-hmm. they're gonna, they both have over 20 wins, so it's like they're going to be forced to play the hot hand. And, and No, they'll, it, they'll probably play both. Exactly, or yeah. they'll play both. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be a tough decision for them, but I think that that ultimately might be their downfall. Um, to me, their two X factors are actually probably Kuznetsov and Tom Wilson. Um, both of them have 24 goals apiece this year. So, you know, they're scoring threats for sure. And then obviously Tom Wilson is Tom Wilson. So he's very physical as well. Um, so those are the two guys to me that are like, they're, they're you know, kind of playmaking X factors that are in Ovechkin. What about yourself? Oh, at, oh, sorry. And my prediction is they lose to the Rangers in the first round in six. Uh-huh. So I'm going to disagree with you on the X factor. Which is which is good because we can't always agree. Uh, a guy what? that's super, a guy that's super important though that isn't really talked about as much. Like a quiet superstar is Nick Backstrom. Um, Backstrom sick, and he's Backstrom also sick. similar to Malkin. He missed half the year due to an injury. He has played forty four games, has thirty one points. Not his best year, but he is. Is in he the, in now though, or yeah, is he's in he now. done? Okay. Um, he missed like the first half, similar to Malkin. But to me, you know, goaltending is obviously a little questionable for Washington, but what they need to lock in and, and figure out in the playoffs is their power play. Cause this is the worst their power play has been probably in the last decade. Right now they're like the 21st ranked power play. They have, yeah. Yeah. I think they're converting like 19.8% right now. Um, you know, obviously we're used to seeing this capitals power play, like light up the league and always be at the top. And this year they haven't been. So if they're not scoring power play goals, they're going to have to figure out a way to consistently score five and five. And um, you know, obviously they've been doing that in the last couple of games, but to me, like, like I said, special teams in the playoffs, you, you need a hot goalie and you need good special teams. So, yeah, um, you know, that's kind of what I have my eye on for Washington, because right now, you know, their goal, te- their goaltenders are good, but they're not by any means like game takeovers or right. whatever, whatever that phrase might be. So um, what's your prediction? So I'm going I'm going Rangers in five. Um, I'm in. Yeah, I'm going Rangers yeah. in five. If that's so we're the flipped. So we're flipped for caps and pit. But but if it's Carolina, Washington, which it could be. I might take Washington in seven. Dude, I might agree with you on that, actually, because it, it, it all depends on Anderson for me. I mean, it all depends on Anderson. Do I think Ronta can hold up in a playoff series? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, Anderson, I mean, if he's in, obviously, I'm going Canes in like four, f- not four, but five. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll get into that next week. Next week will be good. Um, in, in terms of next back-to-back champs, Lightning, you, uh, you want to crack at it first? Yeah, so I actually, the Lightning were my bet today. They've been playing really well in the last couple of games. I think they won four out of their last five, not including yep. their game right now against Florida. But, um, you know, this is a team you just you just can't count them out ever. I know. You know, uh, Stamkos right now is lighting up the league again. Same. I think he just set yep. the franchise record for points or scoring. I mean, no, not points, goals. not points. Goals. It was goals. Um, he's got 35 this year. But then again, I, I think it's all... Vasilevsky. I mean, oh, maybe it was points. Sorry, I thought you meant the. I'm dumb. I was thinking what? you were meant. I thought I thought you meant season record. I was like, Dude, no, 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 it was franchise. I've just franchise. had over 100. Yeah, yeah, no, you might be right. It might have been points. I think he tied. Was it Marty St. Louis he tied? Yeah. Or, or, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was points, dude. I think it was points. All right, like 993 or something. Like that. <laughs> so you. So, uh, you know, I think 
the eyes are on Vasilevsky, best goalie in the world still. Like, you know, I, I don't think anyone could really argue that. He's had a great yeah. year once again. Um, we've seen him in elimination games, I think, last year. What do you have, like three shutouts in elimination games last year? Dude, he, he reminds close me it out. Every, Hank used to do right? that shit. Yeah, yeah. He, like, every game he closed out, I feel like, was a shutout. Um, yeah. You know, he is just an all-world goaltender. So, like, t- like, Tampa goes as he goes, and he's the, so what, he's been, all right, so what's he's the third best goalie in the league that? this year, you know, behind Igor and Freddie Anderson, I think, in my mind. And I feel like you, you're saying in your mind or – no, dude, no, Markstrom, bro. To me, Markstrom has been top two for sure. But I think the team has been really good in front of him. The Lightning haven't been good in front of Vazzy. He's he's been better than the team's been in front of him in my mind. Just like Igor and and Freddie, maybe not, but okay. Igor and, and Vasilevsky, I think, have been better than what's been in front of them. Got to disagree, bro. But you do you, you do that's you. Why, that's why we have two of us. Exactly. <laughs> um. All right. So what's your what's your prediction for the Lightning then? So who's their first round matchup? Most likely, it's, it's probably dude. It might. It's gonna be the Leafs. Man, that's gonna be a fucking unreal it's, series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and Toronto has home ice in that series. That's pretty much locked from what I'm seeing. That looks locked. Unless it, it's it's Boston locked. Catches them. It's locked. I, I um, mean, dude, no. It's actually it's not locked because Boston's winning right now, and they'll be a point back. True. With, so, and Tampa will have one game in hand. Yeah, it's not um, locked, but it's it's more than likely. Yeah, yeah it's more than likely. Man, I don't know. I actually, oh shit, sorry, I knocked the table over. Um, if I'm rooting for any team aside from the Rangers this year, it's Toronto. I would love, to, I would, I would love to see them win if it's not the Rangers. I, I love Matthews and Marner. I think they're fucking young rock stars. I think the league would be. Listen, obviously, there's a lot of great stuff that comes out of Toronto losing in first rounds and all this stuff. Oh, Toronto's next, dude. Just give me the goddamn Lightning. What? Give me the lightning prediction, sir. I don't know. I think Toronto can win. I I I think I think so. Just Leafs, say so. Say so. You think they're going to lose to Toronto in how many games? Seven. No, I think I think the Leafs win in seven. Okay. I thought exactly. we weren't doing first round predictions, really, though. No, we're just doing your total prediction. So your prediction for the Lightning is can lose in round one. Yeah, yeah. Seven. That's yeah. you see what I'm saying. Yeah, I started talking about Toronto. So I, I, I know, I it's off. okay, dude. You yes. got excited. I, I can't blame you. I love the energy. So my prediction um, is for Tampa to lose in in, uh, in seven games in the first round. Okay, yeah. For I, I mean, for me, I mean, listen, the, the back-to-back champs, um, I'm sure they're going to be a force to reckon with come playoffs. It's kind of crazy because they have like 104 points right now. And and even though that's a ton, it's I, it almost feels as, as if they're having like an under the radar season because they're not in first. Yeah. So it, it or, or second. So it's like crazy. Um, you, you mentioned Stamkos. I mean, he's having an awesome, awesome rebound year from being injured the past couple of seasons. He has, I think he has like 91 points right now with 34 goals or something like that. Um, 93, 93 points, 93 points. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they obviously have Victor Hedman, who's one of the best D men in the league. Um, Kucherov to me is the second best player in the NHL when he's healthy. Yeah, yeah dude. I think Kucherov is definitely the second best player in the league, like better than McKinnon, better than dry Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, e- even not like, I, I think obviously he's top five. Um, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Who would you rather have on your team? Nikita Kucherov or Kamal Carr? Nikita Kucherov. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I take, I take my car. That and that's fine. That's fine. Um, because it could essentially get asked the same thing. Who would you rather have on your team, McKinnon or Hedman? Well, I, I'd say McKinnon. 
Interesting. <laughs> I, well, no, I, I, I'm actually, I think this is a, a quick little thing we can talk about, but I, I was at uh, the Islander game and I was talking to my friend, Tom Kozlowski, who works for NHL.com with AJ. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Tom. And Tom said, I think Kale McCarr is the second best player in the NHL. And I was like, honestly, I kind of agree. I mean, he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Don't get me wrong, but um, it, it's so, dude, it's so hard to like consider a defenseman like in the top five strictly because of like the offensive product. I mean, ob- obviously Roman Yossi is having like yeah. the most insane season. Hale is I mean, too, he, but Yossi's just doing it. Really dude, he is over 90. Lately. Like that's just insane. That's like lead stats. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, McCarr is amazing, obviously. But um, anyways, I didn't mean to sidetrack you. Sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um, you know, Vazzy playoff Vazzy, you talked about it. He's unbelievable, un- untouchable come playoff time. But um, for me, I'm actually going to go with the X factor of Braden Point. Um, so Braden Point, some might actually say he's having an underwhelming season this year, which is like crazy. He's only played 62 games and he has 55 points. But like, it, to me, he's the guy that like, you know, if all eyes are on Cooch or if all eyes are on Stamkos, like he's the guy, if he turns it up, they could go, you know, like, I mean, Tampa's Tampa. Like they go in the whole thing if they need to. But to me, Lose in round two in seven games to the Florida Panthers. Dude, I actually think Braden Point scored goals in like 10 straight games last year in the playoffs. Something crazy. Yeah, like that. yeah that's what I'm saying. If he turns yeah. it up, like they they can be a force to reckon with for sure. Yeah, no, he's, he's um, all right. Now, dude, talk about the Leafs all you want. Yeah. Let's hear uh, it. So I, I just think Toronto, like, listen, I I actually bet on the Caps in 2018 doing the Eastern Conference. I was all uh-huh. on the Caps, it's Caps year train. And so many people like hate Toronto and want to see them lose. I, uh, there's no team that I hate. I think I've been pretty clear about that in this podcast, but I fucking love Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. I think these guys are so fucking fun. I love that Justin Bieber interacts with them. I think it's so great for the game and just so cool in general, just to see the biggest celebrity on the planet, like being a huge, normal hockey fan. I think it's awesome. And I think seeing them like go on a deep run, would just be amazing for the game of hockey. I don't think it's actually funny. I listened to part of my take. And Big Cat was talking about how he's bringing a Stanley Cup back to Canada because there hasn't been one in like <laughs> in like 30 years. Um, I think the last Cup in Canada was 93 when the Canadians won. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the last Canadian team to win. So not even in my lifetime have I seen one. Um, so I think that I think that'd just be really cool for the game. And um, you know, what's different this year about past Maple Leafs teams is their power play. They're the number one power play in the league. They've been up there pretty much the entire year. Matthews obviously is having a career year. I think he's going into the playoffs with way more confidence than ever, way more hunger than ever after last year's choke job against the Canadians. The only question mark, obviously, is Jack Campbell and Peter Morales like a net. Can they do it? That seems to be the problem every year is their goaltending. So, um, you know, I'm rooting for them. If it's not the Rangers, I want it to be the Leafs. And you can call me a front runner or bandwagon fan or whatever. But I just fucking love those guys. I think, like, they're actually just really cool dudes. And, um, you know, for me, that's like the biggest part of being a hockey fan is just like thinking the people like just wanting the people that you like to succeed, I guess. So I would love to see Matthews and Marner parting with Bieber and with the Stanley Cup. So. So what's your prediction? Um, Their first round, I said, I think Leafs in seven against Tampa. Oh, like how far they go. Yeah. yeah. Um, It's so hard to tell, like what happens, because like you never know who their second round matchup is going to be. I mean, I I like their chances against anyone because they can just flat out fucking score goals, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I, they can win the Stanley Cup or they can lose in the first. I don't know. I don't really have. You got to just make a goddamn. I, it's so it's so hard to do that, and like be All realistic right, about so it. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose for you, and I'm just gonna say Leafs here. If it's not the Rangers, we're gonna go with Tampa four. 
Um, Leafs year. Leafs year. Okay. All right. So anyway, so where do we start here? I guess we can start with the fact that they haven't won a playoff series in 18 years. Um, as my buddy Johnny over here said, this is this is the year of the Leafs. Um, of course, Matthews is probably winning the heart. Um, you know, he's having an insane season. He's probably going to finish with 60 goals, which is crazy. Um, they have another pair of 30 goal scorers in Marner and Nyland Nylander. Um, you know, they have Tavares who's, I mean, he, Tavares is Tavares. Like he'll always be there. They have bunting who bunting's still a rookie, right? Like that's, yeah. that's crazy. He's having a great year too. But... He is. Yeah. I mean, I think he has over 20 goals too. So obviously a lot of firepower on this team. Um, Campbell was having a really good season until I think he got hurt right at one point. Yeah. So to me, I, I hate to say this, but like their biggest X factor is literally finding some way to turn the Matthews throttle all the way up in the playoffs because he's never really exploded in the playoffs. And like, if they get him to explode, like you said, I mean, their possibilities are like pretty much endless, but you know, if, if he sucks an egg again, like, they could be a first round exit. Um, to me, I just think it's really unfortunate that they're going to draw Tampa first round. Um, so I'm going to go with the Leafs lose in six games to Tampa in the first round. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I, I think it's either way. I, I don't think it's a bad prediction at all. I yeah. Yeah. And then, all right, the last two, um, we could speed these two up. I mean, the Bruins. Yeah. Um, I think they matched up really well against a lot of teams because they're like physical, hard style of play. Um, they're another one of the older teams. Um, I think they can come into some trouble down the stretch. If, if it comes into like a goaltending matchup, uh, they do have two really good goaltenders in uh, Swayman. And who, who's the other guy who just beat us? Olmark. Yeah. Nice yeah. Olmark. He's yeah, hurt, yeah, yeah. He was on, he was on Buffalo. Right. Right. He's hurt. Um, what'd you say? He's hurt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He got hurt. Yeah. But I think he's uh no, he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. But um, yeah, I think if like you know they they get have to get into a goaltending shootout like against Igor, for example, I don't know. But um, to me, their X factor is probably just their top line. I think they arguably have the best top line in hockey, um, in Bergeron, Marchand, and Pasta. So, and obviously, you know, McAvoy, we we talked about him earlier, but he's a big presence as well. Physical kid, great D man. Um, we got a nice look at them on Saturday. I mean, you could really see they're a talented team who plays that hard nosed style hockey. Um, but that being said, I don't see them beating a team like the Rangers four times. Like I just can't see Igor losing to them four times. Um, so I'm going to go with a lose in the second round to the Rangers in six games. Boston's interesting for me. Um, so you think they win the first round? Yeah. I told you they upset the, upset the Canes in round one. Oh yeah, we said that earlier. Um, sorry, yeah. I, yeah. I, I actually I love that prediction. Um, you know, I, I think Boston underachieved last year. I think they outplayed the Islanders in that series and should have won. The Islanders got really fucking lucky in Game Five, right? Um, you know, and that changed the entire series. Right. So, you know, this Boston team every year, I think in the playoffs, I don't think it would surprise anyone if they won the East in the last decade. Um, I think I think Charlie McAvoy is probably one of the most underrated players in the NHL. I think he's almost. Dude, they the got to be on their last leg, right? Like they got to be on their last leg. I know they just signed the the Lind- Lindholm to like a six year deal or whatever, yeah. but like, dude, these guys are fucking old. Some of them, like, I feel like if they don't win this year, like they're they're good they're good to trade someone on their top line. Like they yeah. have to. Yeah, and and dude, even their top line. I mean, Pasternak's been hurt lately, but the game against the Rangers was the first game like their last eight where they scored, <laughs> he scored, they scored three us. goals or more though. 
Like, yeah. you know, pa- if, you know, pasta being out of the lineup was a huge loss for them. So it's clear to me that like their entire offense runs through Pasternak. I don't think that's a secret to anyone, but you know, it's, it's, if you can just shut Pasternak down, then Marshawn, you know, gets in his like little scummy, like what he likes to do to change the game kind of mode. Right. And you know, it's all just up in the air from there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Bergeron's definitely like, you know, on the, on the, the back nine here. So fucking good, man. You know? um, um, all right. So what's your prediction for them? I, I do like the Boston to win the first round prediction. And then, yeah, I think the Rangers beat them. And and I could see that. I could see that series going seven, honestly. So could I, but yeah. I, I'm going with six. I'm going yeah. with six. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then the last team is, is the Panthers. Um. Simply put, they have the most explosive offense in, in the entire league. I mean, they, they pretty much have five elite scorers, which is like crazy. Um. You know, Barkov, Huberto, who is having an unbelievable season. Um, Duclair is having a 30-goal season, which is crazy. We, we let that one go. Um, and, you know, they'll, they'll probably add one to two more 30-goal scorers by the end of the season in, in both Reinhardt and, and uh, Sam Bennett. So they have a ton of offensive talent here. I, I think their biggest X factor is, you know, probably Huberto, who's, who's just having an insane – I think he's, like, at 115 points right now. Something crazy. Um, it's crazy. And then, and then the other guy I'm going to go with is, is Bob because, you know, when he first came to Florida, he, he didn't play that well. And, and he's obviously having an incredible season right now. So I think, you know, when it comes down the stretch, if, if Bobrovsky is, is what they signed him to be at that $10 million contract, I mean, you know, they, they can be so good. And, and all those guys I mentioned, like not even to mention, like they now added Giroux who has, I think he has like 17 points in 17 games or something like that. So you know, they, they really might need, need to like, it, it, it's just crazy. Cause if like one of their top scores gets locked down, they have like five more. So it's, it's just, you know, a team needs to figure out how to slow them down and how to contain their offense. And obviously if they can do that, that's how they're going to win. Um, so I, I, but I don't think they really match up that well against teams like the Rangers or the lightning, um, you know, or even the Bruins who like play really, really hard hockey, but Again, um, you know, I don't know if there's any team in the East who will necessarily be able to like stop their offense. So with that being said, my prediction is they're going to make a run and they're going to get to the cup and they're going to lose to the avalanche in let's say six games. I think that's uh pretty chalk taking the two best teams in the league, but. Oh my God, dude, <laughs> bro. I'm taking it based on matchups right now, dude. It yeah. might, it might change. Yo, next week we'll, we'll dive yeah. in and you know, might be the Rangers. You don't fucking know. Well, let me bring up one name that everyone has forgotten about with Florida, because I don't even know what his status is. If he's going to return for the playoffs. I know he didn't return for the regular season. He's Yandel. Aaron Eggblad, Aaron Eggblad, bro, was on pace to win the Norris this year. Philly, by the way. I know. Eggblad, <laughs> Eggblad had 57 <laughs> points in 61 games this year. He Eggblad sick. He could have easily have been the guy to win the Norris this year. Um, mm-hmm. He got hurt back in March, if anyone forgot. So mm-hmm. this team has been without him. He was a top defenseman in the league this year. He's been Not incredible. He what? locks down yeah, dude. top forwards in the league. He's I, unreal. If he returns to this lineup in the playoffs, I don't like, I, you know, I just read that he is definitely, he was obviously out for the regular season and I don't know his status for the playoffs, but yeah. if he comes back to this lineup, man, they're the best fucking team I've seen in a long time. The only issue they have right now is their penalty kill. I think they have like the 15th or 16th best penalty kill. It's like mm-hmm. not the best, but it's still not bad. But every other area of their game, like their goaltending solid. They're a top 10 defensive team. They're a top five offensive Are they team. top 10 defensively? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah they, uh, they are. I mean, they got they got McKenzie, who's really good Uyghur. 
Um, they obviously got Ekblad. Um, They're well, the eighth, eighth best defensive team. They allow 2.82 goals per game. Yeah, I mean, listen, dude. They're yeah, you know why? It's because they're so fucking fast and they have the puck eighty yeah, percent of the best defense is a good offense. Yeah, I mean, they got like I said, dude. They literally are going to be the only team with five thirty goal scorers. So that's yeah. just that's crazy. And that's not to mention like Giroux, who can fucking turn it on in the playoffs. Like yeah. you know, it's like they got all these guys. So they're going to be a really really tough team to stop. Um, and I know you called me out for going chalk, but like I I just don't know. Listen, I could. Like you said, dude, I could see four or five teams beating them. It's just yeah. like they're going to need to find a way to contain their offense. And based on what I'm seeing, like they're on a fucking 13-game win streak right now. Like I just don't see a team stopping them. Well, um, they're actually losing to Tampa right now. And I, yeah, bet, that's, ta- that's a great I, game. I bet Tampa, so they're probably going to fucking end up winning. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, what's what's your prediction? And then I, I think we can uh, – I, I didn't know if there's anything else you want to add. but They're down 6-3, to three, actually. Wow. Um, I'm the best hockey better on the planet, and the caps, wow. are, cap, the caps are up three to one in the Leafs now. Caps are up, yeah, Fuck. three to three to one. And them to lose because yeah, um, we're gonna play the caps for sure. Yeah, and the Penguins. That means the Penguins are gonna play Florida. Penguins are gonna play Florida. Yep. Yeah. So, so I think I think Florida fucking sweeps the Penguins. Honestly, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm, I, I actually surprised. think in my earlier Pittsburgh prediction, I said Pittsburgh can beat them in seven. Um, but now <laughs> yeah. in in that thirty minutes, that's changed. Um, just because Florida, I like, I keep forgetting just how good they are, and I forgot about Ekblad. I, I had to talk it into you, huh? Well, also Ekblad, they're they're a whole different team with him in the lineup. He's so fucking good. Um, he scares me honestly. So, you know, Florida obviously, I think is my pick to win the Stanley Cup. Like everyone else is, it's not like a fucking smart take. It's just the obvious choice right now. Um, you know, I think it'd be surprising and disappointing if they don't. Um, I think the season's a failure if they don't get past the second round. So, um, you know, that's my prediction. I think they're gonna, I think they're going to sweep or win in five against Pittsburgh if they play Pittsburgh. And then, yeah, I don't know who their second round matchup would be against. It would be against I, I, I dude, I don't even know how fucking how the playoffs things work. Like, do they play the worst seed second second round? Like, is that uh, how it works? I, I, I don't know if it reseeds or not. I think it does. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who their their worst matchup is. The Rangers. I, I that's what I just said. The Rangers yeah. are on paper the one team that is like. In all aspects, like they're tough to play against. Yep. They're very good defensively. They have an incredible goaltender who can stop those like high-powered shots. Like they're a bad matchup for for the Panthers. So, and the Rangers have a top five power play, and Florida's penalty kill not very good. Yep. So that's why I said, dude. I said if the Rangers can figure out a way in that Eastern mm-hmm. Conference Finals to get past the Panthers, they are taking the fucking cup. Yep. Um. But yeah. That's that's that. I mean, do you have anything else to add? Otherwise, I think I think I'm good. No, I think next week we'll kind of dive into, you know, more what the actual matchups are and we'll get predictions on each matchup and talk about the Rangers matchup. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, you never know what could happen in these last three, four games. It's going to be a wild week. The last thing I will say is the Rangers do have three games left all at home, which is nice. Home against Carolina on Tuesday, home against Montreal on Wednesday and then home against Washington to wrap up the year. On Friday, I'm actually going to be at the games Tuesday, Wednesday. So if anyone, you know, sees me or whatever, wants to buy me a beer, uh, first intermit, first intermission, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll buy you a beer, bro. Dude, I got to buy a new jacket. That's my top I know. priority. Should, should I? Should we? Should we live stream that? Should I go with you when you buy? Yeah, it? yeah, you can record me in the store, dude. I'm not going to buy the same one. I don't want to buy the same. All one. right, let's let's we'll we'll plan to do that first intermission. Okay, that's um, like my literally my main priority. 
Perfect, dude. Right now I'm wearing an Eric Lindros jersey that I gave to my best Bro, should I bring mom. you the hat? Uh, that'd be nice if you want. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I got you, Daddy. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I think, I think we can go and uh, send it over to Mister Glenny Balls. Yeah, you guys are gonna love this one. Glenny's the man. This week, we're very happy to welcome on as our special guest, a new friend of the show, one of the funniest guys at Barstool Sports, a longtime New York Rangers fan, a Long Island native, Glenn Maduro, aka. Glenny Balls, Glenny, what's going on, brother? I would do it. That was such a nice intro. I love that. I Thanks, love bro. We also, yeah, we uh, we had to bring out a little special surprise for you just to to give you a tribute. Oh, thank you so much. Love the uh, ice cream for you. I appreciate that. That's very very nice of you. That's this is the first podcast we've done where we're doing uh, honorary ice creams. This is the first I've ever got honorary ice cream. Thank you guys. Yeah, well, mine's fucking soup now because you're ten minutes late. I didn't think I was really <laughs> sitting there being like, "What are these guys going to send me the link?" Because I didn't realize you sent me the link earlier. I'm a punctual <laughs> <a> guy. <laughs> Trust me, I've had to deal with a lot worse problems with melting ice cream than you. I'm sure. I'm sure. I've had to wait for Floyd Mayweather in a football stadium for seven hours with ice cream in a cooler. Seven hours? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was going to say, every time we see that video, it looks like your ice cream is melted. Well, yeah, we did it. We got there. We we were doing that at actually uh, the day of Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather's press day for their boxing match. And I think we were scheduled to do Floyd Mayweather at about 1.30, and they were doing their press conference at 1. And after the press conference, uh, Jake Paul did the gotcha hat thing. Mm. So then the whole day just went into absolute hell. And I think we wound up doing that at 7.30 p.m. So I had to keep that ice cream on ice somehow. <laughs> wow. <five> hours. <laughs> What's your favorite flavor? I really don't have a favorite flavor. I have a least favorite flavor, and it's Cherry Garcia. Mm. Yeah, I don't think anybody uh, likes Cherry Garcia. We did Chase Rice. That was... We did that like early morning in Franklin, Tennessee. I don't know if I should say that. Is that whatever? But we did that early morning in friggin' oh, uh, like a half hour south of Nashville, and friggin' uh, went to a Seven Eleven by there and only had his Cherry Garcia. I'd never had it before. Tried it for the first <laughs> time on camera. It was hideous. Oh, <laughs> I don't really have a favorite because uh, I really just go for anything with like chunks in it. Because most of the time I just sit there and like pick it. I'm on chocolate chip cookie dough right now. Chocolate chip cookie dough is fire. I, actually, guys, theoretically, I would say my favorite's half baked. Because they got the cookie dough bites in there. So So you're a big, you're a big Ben and Jerry's guy. Then I think I would say I I lead towards Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, if I sit out of Seven Eleven or Walmart where I usually go to get the ice cream, I lead towards Ben and Jerry's. Or sometimes we're like in the South, they have different like more Southern uh, brands that I like try that look good. Mm -hmm. What's the uh, shit? What's the one in Texas? Um, Something new. Lived there for like two years. It was so good. Uh, Fuck Bluebell. Yeah, you know that, like, yeah, if I've seen Bluebell, I'll take Bluebell. Yeah. If it makes you more comfortable, if you want to grab a bowl, by all means. I would. No, I don't. See, this is my thing. I don't eat ice cream anywhere else. Yeah, I feel like you don't need to. Yeah. You know, it's like I still do a burger show at work. I've been doing a burger yeah. show for a long time. Like, I don't eat burgers when I go out anymore. Yeah. I just burgers when I do that. Work. Yeah, because otherwise you're having it all the time. But. Exactly. I really honestly never was like a big ice cream person either. I, really? This, I, people, I tell people all the time. I'm not really a sweet tooth guy. Like I'm a say, I like meat. I'm a savory person. I don't really like snacks or, or like sweets in general. So like, of course, I'll sometimes enjoy some ice cream, but it's not like my favorite thing in the world by any means. Yeah. What's your favorite wow. steak on Long Island then? Favorite what on Long Island? Favorite steak or meat? Steak. I mean, I like to grill my own mostly. Obviously, Peter Luger's and Great Neck is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Majors and East Meadows is actually pretty good. I like if we got a Frank Steaks by me and Rockwell Center. I enjoy that. But uh, yeah, I'm not even the biggest steak guy. I just enjoy meat. I just love meat. What does that mean? What do I have meat? I just love meat. I just fucking Dude, love. He, I, he loves meat. Barbacoa. Like, honestly, contrary to contrary to popular belief, 
like when I'm not getting fucked up on the weekends, like during the week, I attempt to eat healthy. I actually <laughs> eat like grilled chicken all the time. Like I love cooking grilled chicken. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Same. Fair enough. Fair it's enough. Fun, but, it's yeah. fun attempting to make grilled chicken tasty. Okay. Yeah. That's, Dude, that's fair. So, so back to ice cream. How, how did you, and, <laughs> so, how, so how did you and Caleb like come up with the Sunday's conversation idea? And, you know, has there also been anyone you guys have interviewed where you've been like absolutely starstruck? Can't speak. So the way Caleb came up with it, Caleb and Rowe came up with it because they were we were doing our show with uh, Dion for like the Sunday our Sunday NFL show and like they do Sunday conversations on the ESPN show I believe. So mm-hmm. we're like, oh, let's do Sunday conversation and let's just have Glenn sit there eat ice cream. So I was like, fuck it. So I remember I got a call from a producer from our producer Logan like two years ago, and he was like, uh, hey, this is gonna sound weird, but do you want to go to uh, Miami to eat ice cream with Chad Ochocinco? And I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. And we never did Ocho Cinco, but that's how it started. It was Caleb and Rowan originally. And then I guess Caleb was just so good at it. And just Caleb started doing it full time. And then uh, he's then unreal he's like, at it. Is there one person that I was starstruck struck by? Yeah. Star, I was starstruck by. Let's see. I mean, I get starstruck by weird people. I get starstruck by people. Like I've been starstruck by Artie Lang. Like the cast that's of Jerry, Shore, mm-hmm. like Jerry Ferrara. Like those people that starstruck me. I could be like. I can be in a room with Brad Pitt, but not that I've been in a room with Brad Pitt, but I can be in a room with like the most famous person in the world and not care. Yeah. But like I love, I get starstruck over. So I would say the most starstruck I've ever been was uh, Darius Rucker by far. Darius Rucker wow. is uh, you he's, like, on my like top tier of, yeah. he's like my white whale tier people. I always say mm-hmm. non sports is Billy Joel, Guy Fieri and Darius Rucker. So when we did Darius, wow. that, that was a, big deal i was very excited about that so well, you're, you're a big, big jones fan? beach theater in the summer guy for sure yeah i i love joe i've been back in a while i mean mm. i've had, done my fair share of concerts there i've gotten my fair share of tailgate tickets there but uh the last concert i went to there was probably i don't think i went last summer maybe nickelback that was oh throwback. Yeah, I, got, I got a ticket at nickelback for for underage drinking a month no before the 21 really yeah, I had to do community service. Go to Shut up, really? Yep. What'd you do? Uh, I was a custodian for a day. We, it sucked because we were tailgating. We were tailgating um, Nickelback. I mean, my, all my friends, like probably 20 of us, girls, guys, all of us. We were being very respectful. Like, I know we were underage drinking, but we were being very respectful. It wasn't like we were being assholes by any means. Had the red cups, had the trash can, the trash uh, bags. And then the cops just came around and asked for our IDs. Some of my friends had the balls to give them fakes, and they got away with it. Wow. And I was like, it's never wow. worth it. I'm just going to get my real ID and see what happens. And I got a ticket. I think go to court twice, get a lawyer. Then I got like community service and a fine. It sucked. Oh how, how long ago was that? That was probably four years ago. Damn. Well, yeah, no, more. Because it was July. I turned 21 and 2017. So it was July 20th. I've definitely been doing No, I went to Foreigner recently. Mm-hmm. High school was like my peak Jones Beach concert days. Oh, we're probably around the same age. You turned 21. How old are you? 25, 26? Yeah, I turned 26 in August. Oh, I just turned 26. Yeah, we're the same yeah, grade. Like, like in high school, like I was like, we did like friggin' Imagine Dragons, uh, Pitbull, the Wiz Khalifa's there were like legendary, mm. friggin' uh, Blake Shelton, all the good ones. It's a great yeah. place. No, those are good ones. I actually, I do want to, you know, we could talk about music, Jones Beach, all this stuff all day, but I do want to transition to like a little Ranger stuff. Yeah, this is a Rangers podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like is we are though? having you on is though. It? What's up, like, Cody? No, I said, is it though? Yeah. Well, I feel like we are having you on at the perfect time. Dude, actually, I mean, can I just say one quick thing before we start this? This just popped in my it. head. Yeah. One of my, speaking of starstruck things, my, the most starstruck I've been probably ever, maybe, was, uh, I don't think I've told the story anywhere, but I was at a bar recently, 
and the Tampa Bay Lightning walked in. No way. And I was drunk. <laughs> at a bar. I, I was intoxicated. <laughs> like, I was pretty fucked up. Huh. I'm sitting at a table just drinking. McDonough? And, and the Lightning are there. And I, it, like, I was fucked up. I was drinking all night. So I didn't even cross my mind that, like, Ryan McDonough was on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel someone hit my left shoulder. And it was Ryan McDonough like, coming up to me. And I fucking died. It was the most <laughs> That's ever That's unreal. Life. And I, like, I, I, like, I was fangirled so absurdly, so, so, so much. I think I DM'd to the next day, like, bro, I'm so sorry about the fangirl. Like, I was fucked up. And that was, like, crazy. Well, but it sounds like he fangirled you. No, it was, like, he was, I think, from what I remember, it was just, like, a subtle, I think it was him and someone else. And, like, and, like, I forgot who he came up with. And I think who he came up with, like, was saying how much of a fan he was. And I didn't, it could have been, that could have been Megan Fox next to him. And I wouldn't even uh-huh. care. <laughs> I was like, holy because like, that, that's like my high school, like, yeah, it was crazy, but yeah, so sorry. Let's talk about the Raiders. Well, does that happen to you often? I mean, we got we to follow up with that a little bit. I mean, you must get recognized all the time and probably by pretty cool celebrities. Uh, me myself get recognized by like celebrities, not often. I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, MGK, we just said MGK, and he was he said he was a fan of the show, like, he knew who we were. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird. Cool. Like, that never crosses my mind of like who has seen that. Yeah. Which is interesting. Like he was telling, he used to, afterwards, he was telling us, like, oh, yeah, me and Megan, like, binge these in bed. And I was like, this <laughs> Megan Fox watching the video. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Funny, funny enough, I like didn't really watch the Sunday's conversations until like a few months ago. And then, like, my buddy sent me one and I started watching it. And then all of a sudden, before I knew it, I like spent the entire day watching them all. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it, they're great. I mean, it's such an odd thing, too, though, to think about that. I mean, like, even yesterday, the video we put out with Machine Gun Kelly. I, I had my S tat in there. It's a Rangers S tat. I was like, wow, Megan Fox, mm-hmm. Fox just saw my Rangers S tat. It's a weird, it's a weird thought. <laughs> well, it's she funny because I was, was going to ask you about your Rangers S tat. And Megan Fox is actually a fan of our show. She's a diehard Rangers fan. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, Megan Fox, big Rangers yeah. fan. Yeah, but I want to ask you, dude, like you literally just showed, you know, a lot of people that you have a Donkey Kong Rangers tattoo on your ass. Six, I think you have to explain that to us. Like why? What made you get that? Obviously, it's probably a drunk decision, but I honestly was sober. Right it. I got it sober. Shut up. Wow. I wanted an ass tattoo. Like it was the summer going into my sophomore year of college. I just wanted an ass tattoo. Me and my friend are kind of stupid. We'll do whatever. So we were like, let's get ass tattoos. And at the time, I guess I was playing a lot of uh, Mario Kart. <laughs> and I was thinking to Donkey Kong, which I still am. He's my favorite yeah. Mario character. So I was like, fuck it. I mean, I've always wanted something Rangers. If I was going to get something, I'd want a Rangers. So I was like, fuck it. Let me get Donkey Kong in a Rangers jersey. My buddy got Donald Duck in an Eli Manning jersey. And, oh, yeah, okay. Sick, sick ass tattoos. I mean, yeah, mine's yeah. fucking really big, though. I need my friend to joke around and call it a friggin' uh, tramp stamp because it's just so big. It might as well be a lower back tattoo. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm happy with it. Like I said, that thing, every every like few months or so, I'll get out of the shower and just notice it in the mirror. And I'd be like, you know what? It's funny. It's worth mm. it. Happy to have it. What'd your parents think? I actually got it in my living room. They were right there. Shut up. Yeah. My had someone a, come to you? I had a tattoo artist friend. He just came, gave a few of my friends tattoos that did it in our living room. That's unreal. Wow. So funny. Wow. So I guess I, I don't know how I follow up with that question, Johnny, but um, <laughs> so I hear Hank is, is your all-time favorite player. Is that true or false? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like basic bitchy to say, I guess, but I'll be like literally my first, the first game I remember going to was the Hendricks second game. I think October 15, 2005 it was against the, out the date. Uh, against the Hurricanes, I believe it was. His first game was against the Devils. And then like, I wasn't really a big sports person before that. Like I'll admit, like I never was like I was nine, mm-hmm. ten. And that's like really what I got into it. So just my whole life was like literally basically surrounded by Hendrick Lundquist. 
So I would yeah. say Hedrick Love was obviously definitely my favorite player. That's a guy who, I, if I was in the same room with, I'd be very starstruck by. Yeah. So, so if you could spend a full day with Hank with no limitations, what would you guys do together? I just hang out. I, I would literally just want to. All I want to do is much as as much as this makes me sound like an alcoholic. People I love, I just want to get fucked up with and just see what happens. Like, I just want to get fucked up, go to dinner, and just talk about life. He There's, could end up with a matching ass tattoo. That's pretty Never much know. what I've been like. Yeah, like if you told me I could just fucking hang out with Billy Joel, just talk about old time stories, sounds sick. I mean, I'll defend you there. I think like any any type of bonding in the world kind of revolves around that. bonding. It's the, exactly. That's why it really it's does. It really is. Open up. And I've heard Hedrick's a pretty fucking cool dude. I would love to have a couple drinks with with Hedrick and see what happens. Maybe we we'll hit the club. Who knows? Go wild. So while we're on the topic of Hank. Do you think this team that we have right now, this Rangers team, goes further with Hank, or does the 2012-2015 team go further with Igor? If you know what I'm saying here. I would venture to say... It's a tough one. I thought deeply about this question. <laughs> I mean, the 2011-12 team... I mean, Hedrick was so good all every year. I mean, look at his elimination game numbers. Mm-hmm. Was he 6-1 and one in Game 7s all time? I also don't necessarily... Like I think Igor's playing maybe better than Hedrick's ever played this year, so I wouldn't want Hedrick this year. But I also can't like knock Hedrick. What was the last year we won the Presidents Trophy? The game seven we lost was a one nothing game. I'm not knocking Hedrick on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh no, that's an impossible question, and I don't want to fuck. I don't want to fuck <laughs> over my guy Hank. Uh-huh. So just out of respect, I'm going to say Hedrick this year. Mm-hmm. I kind okay. of agree with that though, honestly. Yes, yeah, so like prime uh, Hank. Prime Hank, yeah. Well, all right, to add to a little uh, talk about Hank, and, you know, if you were a time traveler and, and could uh, alter time for one of these two moments, which would it be out of either guaranteeing Hank wins the cup in 2014 or uh, guaranteeing the Rangers win a cup this year? Would I be able to enjoy it in 2014? You would have enjoyed it seven years ago or eight years ago now years ago a hundred percent that was yeah i was like that was the year i figured graduated high school like that was such a sick summer and it was so much fun watching those like i would probably venture to say the happiest moment of my life was that same legal happiest ever been in my life i i'm right there with you i think i think that goal just you know that, obviously seriously that of the derek step on overtime goal next year yeah against the caps yeah. Literally, he best was her life. So I would venture to say that I would rather him win one. So yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Okay. All if right. I get, yeah. If I, if I also like retroactively get to go back and enjoy it, 100. Yeah, I think that's the right answer because even if they did win it back then, it's not to say they can't win it next year. So it's not like you're cutting them off. 100%. So mm-hmm. I just want to see one though. Just give me one. Just one. One. Right. Right there with you. Well, dude, you were probably, like I said, I think we're the same age. That game five when they lost to the Kings, was that was my prom night. So that, like, literally ruined my entire fucking night. I remember taking the bus back to Long Island and going to, like, the girl's house. We dropped our clothes off, and I yeah. walked in. I saw the Kings parting with a cup, and I was like, damn, like this. Dude, you know what sucks? Actually, I also kind of have a similar story about that, mm-hmm. but mine also sucks. It's friggin', uh, so I went to Kellenberg, and we didn't have prom. We had fucking uh, – we did no prom, and they – um. Instead, we did what is that tour around Manhattan on a, on a big boat? Oh, the, tour. the duck tour? You're not, it's like Spirit of New York. Oh, I'll just say, they serve you food and shit. And it's like our fake, stupid prom. Oh, my <laughs> God. Senior send off. But the senior send off was um, the night of game six against the Canadians. 
So I didn't get to like watch the game, mm-hmm. enjoy that at all. The night they go to the cup, it sucked. I was at that game. <laughs> I was watching. I was like attempting. It was 2014. The streaming wasn't the best on your phone. Yeah. So I'm sitting there on the bus coming home, like trying to get updates, trying to watch the game. It just that sucked, like not being able to really enjoy that. I get home to my house finally to go change and then go out and they're celebrating. So it was awesome, but I had to get to enjoy that full, like go to the cup experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's that's interesting. So no prom. They kind of uh, they kind of screwed you a little bit there. Yeah, they but, said uh, apparently like 2005. Actually, it was on like Stephen Colbert covered it. That's like the fun thing you say when you get to Kellerberg is Colbert didn't think about it. But yeah. uh, I think Kellerberg said it was uh, it was a flaunting of affluence because I guess a lot of kids that go to Kellerberg are rich. Definitely not me. <laughs> but a lot of kids that go to Kellerberg are rich. So they said it's some sort of uh, affluence flaunting. So they canceled prom. So we just have no prom. It's so oh, my sorry. God. That sounds terrible. Kind of sick, um, though, because it doesn't have to stress over getting a date, you know? That's true. True. That is true. Um, yeah. And, and so you've you've designed your own clothing line, right? Yeah, I got some right here, actually. Falls Beach Road. Oh, hell yeah. So, you know, we've been seeing lately a lot of different NHL teams coming back with old logos and, and so on. So, you know, how would you di- design a Rangers sweater for next year if you had the chance? A ra- These are great questions. A Rangers sweater. For next <laughs> Thanks, year. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a Statue of Liberty guy. I think the Statue of Liberty is a yeah. great logo, but it comes with it comes a lion twist cons because as a fan, like when we're wearing the jerseys and shit, I mm. always say Rangers fans are very lucky because we're like the I think we're the only team in the league off the top of my head that doesn't have the stupid crest in the middle. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of hockey jerseys. Like that. I have a Canadians jersey. I have a Penguins jersey. I do have a Yager Penguins jersey. It's a sick jersey. Kind of sick. Like, yeah. It's fucking annoying how big those things are. It's, they suck when there's mm-hmm. just a big logo in the middle. So right. I love having just the no logo. It's so much less annoying. So, so I don't know how I would plan that. I I don't. I mean, honestly, I love the Rangers jersey so much. I think they're the best jerseys in hockey by far. The colors are perfect. The lettering is great. I'd maybe annoying outside of annoyingness. I would want to do something with like uh, bringing back those like late seventies jerseys, like a like Roger Berry like crest. Yeah, that uh-huh. crest is sick too. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. We could maybe morph together that and the Statue of Liberty. That would be cool. How would you do that? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the Statue of Liberty, not the navy blue with our normal blue. I don't know. Hot take. I low-key love the white Liberty jerseys better than the blue ones. Whites are cool. The whites are yeah. Whites. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish nasty. My my favorite Rangers jerseys, like of recent, is is those winter classic jerseys. I wish they would have just made that like permanent. Which one? The cream the, one? Um, like the one in say? Philly? That was the, uh, that was the, the most the most recent. The most recent. Oh, the one at City Field, the uh like the new, with the NY up here. Yeah, dude. I those love like those. that one. I love those. Yeah. That was my least favorite. <laughs> oh, honestly, you know, you? My favorite, you know what I wish we did again that I always found cool? I even, I even like when the Mets do it. Like, I have, I don't know why I have this jersey, but I have a CCM. Black. I have a CCM uh, Lundquist New York jersey. He's never worn that where it says New York across it. Yeah. But I think it's so much cooler where it says New York down it. Mm-hmm. I, I, even the Mets, when the Mets have their road jerseys and they have the New York going across, I think, that's, yeah. I think it's cool just having New York across it. So I, I would like to maybe do that, but it's hard because the Rangers jerseys are so simple. There's mm-hmm. not like a designing thing to do it. I mean, there's also just so many other cool, like, sick logos in hockey but i like how the rangers is nice and classic yeah. yeah i know they did the new york thing after like 9 11 i think for the first couple games they had new york going down instead of the rangers which was cool um obviously i don't like really remember that but yeah, yeah definitely cool to see but i guess like you know we haven't even asked you like 
you know, it's not very typical that people from Long Island are Rangers fans. Like, you know, for me, it was my cousin who was a huge Ranger fan that made me one. Like my dad was an Islanders fan. So how did you originally become a Rangers fan? There's got to be yeah, a story so to So my whole family is from Corona, Queens. I was, I lived in Corona, Queens when I was like five, probably. Mm-hmm. So we're all from, from Corona. That's why usually, obviously, as you guys know, New Yorkers, forget it's mostly Mets, Jets, Islanders, Yankees, Giants, Rangers. Yep. So we were the Yankees, Giants, Rangers, but we're from Corona, which is next to Shea Stadium. So we're Mets fans. Mm-hmm. So bring that here. And, That's yeah. what I am. Kind of fun though. I like yeah. the, uh, I like being a Rangers fan a lot. It sucks though. Like I remember like all my friends went to Kellenberg from grade school and I didn't want to go to Kellenberg because it's next to the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally didn't want to go. Like I had to see that every day. I hated that fucking thing. <laughs> well, well, we should probably talk about Avery. What do you think of Avery's video last year outside the Coliseum? Oh my God. I got a lot of hate, bro. Cody, you remember that video? A, I'm so yeah. conflicted. I'm yeah. so conflicted on the Rangers Islanders thing. Like, I despise them so much. Like, I fucking hate everything about the Islanders. Like, last year, game seven, I went to Jetty in Long Beach for the game. Islanders everywhere, all Islanders. And I'm just sitting there silently, just praying the lightning one. And that one nothing win they had, I was just sitting there. Just I lo- gave my one friend a little knuckle pound under, under everybody. And I was like, this is fucking. Dude, and the Borellis, the, the fucking constant. Dave constantly was posting with the Borellis. I was like, oh my They're God. Just such little fucking scumbags. <laughs> I know they I know they won four cups in a row, but outside of that, maybe quite literally the worst franchise in sports. You know what I noticed the other day that I that I made me giggle? They're like outside of actual hockey play, because we could also talk about hockey play now because they're fucking maybe the New York Jets again, those scumbags. The funniest <laughs> thing about the Islanders is that they have a fucking underscore in their Instagram handle. They couldn't even get the fucking New York Islanders Instagram handle. That was I didn't realize that. That's amazing. Scumbags. I never even noticed that. They, their official account has an underscore in it. And I was like, these, I hate these guys so much. That's Wait, unreal. what is it? NY underscore NY Islanders? underscore Islanders. Oh my God. <laughs> which, which is like so stupid. Nobody cares. But that's just such an Islanders thing to not have yeah. their fucking actual account. And <laughs> I, I can't, I just really can't stand them, dude. That's and and like Avery's video, like, I hate them so much that I don't even want to say anything because mm-hmm. it just annoys yeah. me. They, 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 I, I hate them. <laughs> dude, my hate's, my hate's right there with you. Would you, the, would they, you... The, the people, they just care, they care so much about the Rangers, but they're scumbag Rangers fans too. Like, trust me, I don't love a Rangers fan. I hate Rangers fans too because I, like, yeah, we're on the other end of the spectrum with the Yankees Mets. Most Yankees fans are Rangers fans. So some Rangers fans get another delusion of grandeur too. So mm-hmm. I, I hate everybody. I'm, I'm, one of, I'm, I'm one of those Rangers fans who's a Yankee fan, but um, but now nah, I feel you. Um, so so speaking of, you know, we talked about Avery a little. Would you say you Avery or six ten is kind of the biggest Rangers fan at Barstool? And if it's you, what's what's your case for it? It's got to be Avery. Uh, I would say it's I would say it's Avery. I mean, I I, mean, I would put myself up there as well. Six yeah. ten never met in person, mm-hmm. but uh. Yeah, I mean, I've done my fair share of rangering. I've done my fair share of crying after eliminations and whatnot. But you watch uh, them a lot. What have you have you watched a lot of games this year? Uh, when I can, like, there's like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, if it's like a Saturday night game, yeah, right? Me I watch it. <laughs> Fucking, uh, that's like that's the thing. I just love the Rangers. If they're on, I watch it. If it's like a Tuesday night, I watch all the weekday games. I go to the, I go to games a lot. But like, I'm not one of those people that's gonna like walk into a party and be like, hey, you got to put the Rangers game on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that. Well, actually, I, I was going to ask you too, since Cody mentioned those three guys. Are you guys going to do any like streaming like the Islanders did last year? I have no idea. I, I don't know if we're supposed to or not. Like, obviously, we're nowhere near as big as Frankie is, mm-hmm. and I don't want to friggin' make people come in if they don't have to. So I, I feel have, like people enjoy it though. You know, I, I even know. watched the Islander ones, and I was a Ranger fan. I watched the stream. I have They're no fun. idea. 
I, I was I was assuming they'll do like chickless streams as I'll just sit on, but I really don't know. I've actually mm-hmm. been thinking like, oh fuck the Rangers in the playoffs. I gotta text Dave and ask him what he wants me to do because I just don't want to yell that. <laughs> That's well, great. Are you gonna go to the games? Do you have any plans to go? I have no idea. No. I don't know. All right. <laughs> what um what's what's your predictions for how far you think this team can go and who uh, I guess out of out of this team, who's who's your idea of the most fun player to watch and you know who's your favorite player on the team right now? So, was there? I saw Anderson got hurt the other day on Carolina. Did they ever get back? Yeah. What happened? Is he's he out hurt. Yeah, he's he's hurt, but I think he's week to week, right? Or so you so. like friggin' so even Saturday night, my friends are talking about this. The only team that I think I would be scared of in the East is Carolina because obviously Same. they have our number. They're just mm-hmm. so good all around. I mean, the Panthers, everybody loves. I would kind of take us in a seven game series against the Panthers. We we have Shashirk and they don't. If they want to run and gun, do their fucking scoring a thousand goals a game we can score a thousand <laughs> too, and we have the better goalie so i'm kind of down with that frankly <laughs> and i would love to see the rangers play the league and see what happens like we have shirk and they don't yeah so i would pretty confident against everybody carolina i'd be scared of so if we could somehow play either washington or pittsburgh and mm-hmm. have friggin' the lightning or boston take out carolina in round one i'd be a happy fella yeah i've been saying that to johnny the you know the past few weeks i i think we just need we we are all counting our prayers that Carolina gets knocked out by someone else yeah. so that we don't have to deal with them. I mean, I would still enjoy playing Carolina because even like last week, that game, both teams clinched already. Like players' mindsets are so like, right. Matter. Mm-hmm. But I, I do, I do enjoy the idea of playing a team that we didn't have success against during the season. Like, every, like I, everyone saying you want to play pit. I would, I guess I'd be fine with playing pit, but we've, Fucked them up so much this year. I'm kind of scared that it's gonna the pendulum's gonna swing yeah. back the other way. Well, that happened with Carolina in in the COVID year. We we've talked about it in the past. We three owed them that year in the COVID year, and then they absolutely crushed us. Come come that play in thing. So, so gross. Yeah. Well, poor yeah, Henrik. Oh, uh, poor Henrik. Yeah, dude, that sucked, man. That really sucked. But um, Glennie, I mean, Cody, you have any other questions to ask? I I guess my only other one is. How many balls would you give Chris Drury for for the moves he made at this at this trade deadline? Five. Five? I just tweeted last week. We should all just get Chris Drury jerseys. We should all wear Chris Drury jerseys around the yard. They should sell Chris Drury jerseys. Dude, I've been seeing people. I've been seeing people at the games with them, and I I, I have one, but I don't think that fits me anymore. I got to get a new one. We got to mm-hmm. friggin' everyone just wear Chris Drury jerseys. And frankly, I got to apologize to James Dolan. I wrote a blog last week. I'm sorry, to James. Dude, he Dolan. was getting shit. He was getting shit. I, figured, I made uh, I made fire Dolan shirts last year, and he proved us wrong. So I apologize to James Dolan. I love James Dolan. He great proved guy. us wrong because he doesn't touch the Rangers. He has like no hands on for this team, which is great, mm-hmm. and I'm happy about that. Like I was pissed when he fired JD as a as a 25 year old. I know he's uh, obviously a friggin' franchise beloved legend, so that annoyed me. And I liked Gordon, but he proved us wrong. So, yo, I actually did have one last question. Who's in charge of creating the Rangers merch at Barstool? Because I need to have a talk with them. They don't uh, pop it out as much. Is it Wit and Biz? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I want some. Give me some Shesty or give me give me something good. Because I just know the Rangers uh, shirts have historically not sold great in the in the Barstool store. Dude, I know well, we have the wagon shirt in there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I gotta figure. We gotta find like better nicknames for rangers players i know yeah. i i saw that wagon shirt and every other team got the coolest wagon shirt and then we just had a wagon and i was like oh man oh, ours was like the rangers lettering dad and i like yeah that i like that shirt yeah but uh, yeah we gotta i gotta get better player nicknames we've got good player nicknames i mean the bread thing is cool obviously mm-hmm. but then uh, yeah like we bleed blue who kind of did the wonder bread design which is obviously the, the better one like if you're a rangers fan why would you right not buy that one you know 
What about the prints for Igor? Get a print, get a cool print shirt. That's true. We could do a print shirt. Which I want to do one of just Henrik handing him a crown. That Dude, there you, there cool. we go. Well, I don't, I don't know how to do that, but maybe <laughs> get, it, get it set up. Let's go. Yeah, just Love it. A cool crown. That'd be beautiful. You're the ideas man. Yeah, exactly. We want that. I'm kind of like Thor giving. Now, what's Thor's dad's name? Giving him Mjolnir. I'm oh, uh, I'm not a Marvel yeah, guy. I, I, I'm a Marvel <laughs> guy, and I don't even know. Um, Odin. 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 Yes, Odin. Yes. There we go. So I got one final question before we wrap up, Glenny. I don't know if you've done the rough and rowdy yet, but how much money would you take to get in the ring with Rebo? <laughs> I thought you were just say with anybody in general. No, no, no. Rebo, dude, how much money are you taking and how long are you lasting with Rebo? Under five seconds? Oh, I mean, anybody can last five seconds. I couldn't. I think you got to walk the you the ring. You just run away. All right. What I, if we're on skates? How about on skates? I can't even skate. So. <laughs> Uh, to get my ass kicked by Ryan Reeves, that would be an honor to get my ass kicked by Ryan Reeves. <laughs> I would say two hundred fifty thousand to get my ass kicked. Really? By yeah, I think that's fair. To that's get fair. your ass kicked, you I think I would do it for two hundred fifty k. I think that's I fair. Know. But I don't know. I don't. I don't want to fight Ryan Reeves. I love Ryan Reeves. Yeah, it'd be fun though. Love it, it dude. That this was awesome, man. Yeah, Clay, thank, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.